the Lord is saying over you in, in this moment. Um, the word of the Lord is, is, is beloved. Test me in my faithfulness. You can sit, stand. This is the word of the Lord, whatever you, whatever you do. He says, listen, listen, don't, don't walk away from this because you just sang nothing is impossible for you. And the word of the Lord over you tonight is, beloved, test me in my faithfulness. Don't test me in arrogance, but test me in my faithfulness. If you believe me for the impossible, then step into the impossible. You see this? If, you, if you're going to say to me, God, you are God that can complete the impossible, then beloved, believe me for my faithfulness and step into the impossible. Believe me that the blind can see on this campus. Believe me that the lame can walk here because I'm faithful. Believe me that the Lord is capable of rescuing this place. But what we do, here's what we do though. We say, Lord, we love you. Nothing is impossible with you. And then we stay in our spot. And the Lord is begging you, saying, beloved, come to me and test me in my truth, in my faithfulness. I promise you, I'm faithful. You can step out in the promises which I have said will be true. Beloved, believe me. I am faithful. Beloved, I am God. You see the difference? Listen, campus, SFA, friends, we, we have got to have it. Our goal here is Psalm 24, a generation that seeks your face. And listen, we got to begin to seek the face of the Lord for the absolute impossible things. And I promise you, at that moment, when we step out beyond our sight, beyond what we're capable of, beyond our abilities, I promise you that the faithfulness of the Lord will come through and the supernatural will break forth in front of your eyes. Do you want that, beloved? Come on. Do do you want to see dead men get out of the grave? Then we must step into the impossible. And we must believe God for who he says that he is, not what we've made him to be. Come on. Come on. Genesis 1, 1. What does it say? Somebody read it or say it. What does it say? What's the first words of Genesis 1, 1? So all of Scripture opens up with this passage. In the beginning, God. What I want you to do tonight is not, and again, this is just goes back to what I just said. Don't behold him for what you've made him to be. But let's, let's look at his face for who he says that he is. And he says in Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, and then it says this crazy word. It says, it says God, and then it says created. 
You see what that says? That he existed outside of the beginning. Because in the beginning, he was already in motion. Watch out. Watch out. This is the size of the God that we worshiped in this place. In the beginning, God created. In the beginning, God already existed beyond the beginning. Anybody getting a picture of the size and the magnitude of the God that we serve? That he exists outside of time and space. So much so that he birthed time and space. And I want to tell you tonight, the, the, the word that the Lord has, has, has put heavy on me is that we have got to come back to a place where we see our God for who he is. Because if we don't see him for who he is, we won't test him on what he says he will do. We won't walk in what he says he would do on our behalf by the, son, the, the blood of his son and through the Holy Spirit. We won't walk in that magnificence, which he calls, he says, from glory to glory. We won't step in if we don't see him for who he is. And I promise you there is a dying world that needs you to step in to the supernatural because you saw God. Are we okay? Okay. All right. Go to Revelation 4. I just want to show you some things. I, does anybody else just get almost to a place where they can't stand when you see him? When he... Man, when his face just shows up and his glory is just, uh, see, I can't even. <laughs> Revelation 4. And it's, the, it's at the end of this, at this chapter. And when the living creatures, verse 9, give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, to him who lives forever and ever. The 24 elders will fall down before him who sits on the throne and will worship him who lives forever and ever and will cast their crowns before the throne saying, worthy are you our Lord and our God to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things and because of your will they existed and we're created. Listen, relationships have to have a fixed point. All, all relationships have to have a fixed point. Think, think about this. Within the function of a family. Think about a, a, a father and a son or, or a father and a daughter. Those are, those are uh, fixed points in a relationship. There are roles for a father. There are roles for a daughter or a son, Right? Within those roles, the relationship works. It's healthy, right? If, if both parties honor the role of a father and, a, and of a son or of a daughter, then the relationship works. But here's the deal. What happens on the day that the son says, I am the father? Or the father says, I am the daughter? What happens to the relationship? 
it falls apart, you can talk. I promise. I release you to open your mouth. It falls apart, right? It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't function in a, in a healthy manner. Why? Because the fixed point is broken and there is, there is nothing in which to stand, right? Rolls are, rolls are gone. Rolls are busted. Same thing, think about a student or a teacher. Think about an employer and an employee. What happens on the day that the employee decides they're the boss? They get fired. Some of you are like, amen. (laughs) I've been there. Relationships must have a fixed point in order to work. Well, what we have to gain, what we have to see, and what we have to submit ourselves to in Genesis 1, 1 is is this. In the beginning, God what? Created. He is then what? Creator. Period. That's That's the end of the discussion. That is who he is. Moses says, God, who am I gonna tell them that you are? How does God justify essentially himself? What does he tell Moses? He says, I am that I am. This is the fixed point in the relationship. God was before time. God birthed time. God created all things, and all things were for his glory. And he justifies himself by one phrase, I am that I am. You need no explanation for me. I am God. Do you see? And we, we are the offspring of his what? Of his creation. So what are we? Created. We've missed this in our culture. Our calibration of creator and created is is way off. Because there are lots of you, even in this room, even in a room that would say, holy, 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 there are lots of you who also say, I am God. I know, I, I, I hope, I hope that, that that is heavy. It's intended to be heavy. All of the tension that we experience in this culture and in our world is, is, is generally stemming from this one fact, that we have misplaced the fact that God is creator and it is our job to submit ourselves unto him, not him to submit himself unto us. I I promise you, chains would fall. I promise you, addiction would be broken. I promise you, freedom would reign in this place. At a moment that we realize, okay, okay, you are God. And I'm going to stop arranging my life so that you would fit around what what I've set up. And I'm going to start realizing that you have called me unto yourself by the blood of your son. That you would rearrange me. You see... Your culture, listen to me, you celebrate it, you love it, you embrace it, but your culture does not worship the Lord. 
Your culture does not submit to God as creator, though many out of their tongues confess him as Lord. One of my, one of my favorite uh, authors, A.W. Uh, Tozer, he says that, that a, a, a quick calibration of this test, that those who speak the word of the Lord out of their mouth, that they celebrate the Lord out of their mouth, if you were, if you were to quickly uh, say, okay, then who, who is God of your finances? It wouldn't take long to figure out who God really was in their life. Who is, who is the God of your future? Is it you? Or is it the author, the true God? My heart's desire, and I know that, I know that, it, that somewhere it's yours. Is, is literally to see this place come alive with, with, with worship for the true king. I, pr- I pray, that, I pray that, 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 is, that is heavy on your shoulders. I pray that you wake up uh, in, in the morning, and I pray that when you, even when you walk to class, that, that when you sit next to death, I pray that the, the cry of your heart is for life. I pray that the, the deepest desire of your heart is to see this place magnify God. But it must start with his body doing that very thing. It must start with those who, who, who claim the blood of Jesus. Calibrating themselves to, to the true God, to creator, and saying, I am created. Make me. What does he call us? Uh, he just says that we're clay, right? You know this. That I am the potter and you are the, the clay. Revival will start when we submit ourselves to that truth. When you finally, Jonah, relinquish all of you, and he truly, truly, listen to me, sits on the throne over you. Because, because watch this, he sits on the throne no matter what. By your declaration as God over your own life, you don't usurp his throne. He is king of kings and lord of lords. And he will return and claim that victory. But right now, right now, we have to shift. We have to shift the ownership of our life into his hands. We must in all phases claim him God. Do you agree? Somebody, I, somebody agrees. I, I, thank you. Go to Isaiah 55. I want to show you something. And this is the last thing because tonight is not about words, man. Tonight is just about glorifying God. So I don't want to speak long, but go to Isaiah 55. I just, 
I want, I want to give you a, a thought. I want, to, uh, I want to put something before you to, to chew on uh, a little bit before we, before we leave. How many of you, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving this testimony because I've lived this testimony, but, but how, many, how many of us have, have said uh, to God, well, there's no way that God would do that. I, 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 don't, I don't understand or I don't see how God would do that. Fill in the blank. The, 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 some of the most common are how good things uh, or why do bad things happen to good people. I don't, I don't understand a, a God who would allow this, this, and this when, when, national, uh, when, when massive disasters take place. We, we begin to inventory and we go, okay, there's, there's no way that God could allow or do or, or whatever. We, we fill in the blank. But, but here's the deal. We're calibrating God on the wrong scale. We're asking all of the wrong questions. Isaiah 55 verse 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways. For as the heavens, listen to this, church, we got to hear this. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your ways thoughts. Do you see this, why we're asking the wrong questions? We've got to come to a point where our question question shifts and we submit ourselves unto a God and we say, you know what? Praise the Lord that your thoughts are not my thoughts because I don't understand what I see before my eyes, but by faith and by the power of your Holy Spirit, I can walk into what I don't understand because you have promised that I am a conqueror in that which I cannot see, but by faith I walk into Do you see this? Praise the Lord that he doesn't think like me. This thing would be screwed up. Everything, everything has got to be recalibrated and refocused on this truth. That God is creator. We are created. He is above and beyond anything that we could absolutely ever understand or comprehend. By his son, he has allowed us into right relationship with him. Do you see this? How heavy and how important It is to God for you to be in right relationship with him. We know this, that in the garden, sin broke that relationship, right? Adam claimed himself as as God, right? You see this, the fixed point was was broken. And here's the deal. Instead of, and I've said this to you before, but instead of God defiling himself and saying, you know what, Adam, I love you so much. I love you, I love you, I love you. I'll walk in sin with you. God did not compromise himself. God did not say, because my creation has walked away, I will, I will step down from creator just to be with them. He didn't do that. But he paid the absolute, listen, listen to this. Imagine, imagine heaven when it was declared that Jesus would die. We, we read in scripture the environment of heaven that literally all the time before him, they're saying, holy, holy, holy. Imagine the announcement in the kingdom of heaven when it said, this one will die because it's important enough for me to be in right relationship with them. But I will not defile myself in sin. Therefore, my son will die so that they may return. Do 
Do you see the weight and the importance of us being in right relationship with the Father? So important, so heavy that he sacrificed his son that it may be so. How dare us accept the blood of his son and then claim ourselves to our own throne. And I pray that as, uh, as we, we just kind of end and, and, and close tonight, here's what, here's what I'm asking the Lord to show you. And I pray that you would join me in this. I'm asking, I'm asking the Lord to make it obvious to you those places which you have declared yourself as God. And that tonight you would throw them down. That tonight you would relinquish your control over your life and that you would die to yourself that you might live. And I pray that, that those of you that walk out of here, having, having asked the Lord to take his throne, I, I pray this. I pray that the Lord would be seen for who he is on this campus. Because, because there is a body who took him at his word and said, we believe you for the impossible. We believe that you're king of kings. We believe that by the blood of your son, we can be in relationship with you. And we believe that by the power of the Holy Spirit, that we are empowered to walk this life, not naturally, but supernaturally. So, the, the, the question, though, is, is are, you, are you willing to take that inventory? We just, I, just, I just said, the, the word of the Lord over you tonight is, will you test my faithfulness? Will you walk out in what I said I will do? So will you ask? Will you, will you is it important enough for you for him to be God and you to be creation <laughs> in relationship with God, is it important enough that you would ask the Lord to show you those places which he is not God and then to give those to him? I pray that it is uh, because um, revival depends on it. When God is seen for who he is, when his face is revealed, this campus, I promise you, I promise you, this is, the, this is one of those impossible statements that you'd love to sing along with but don't really believe. I promise you that this campus could glorify the name of Jesus. Will his bride. So I'm just gonna leave you with that. I know it's kind of a, you're like, dang, dude, that's a bummer ending. <laughs> but it's not, it's life. Your whole life depends on 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 God being God. So Lord, I just pray that you would seal what you have planted. Holy Spirit, I know that you know each intimately, though I do not. And I, I pray that there would be desperation enough in this room to ask you to be God over their life. I pray that there would be desire enough to see you on the throne, that the question would be asked, Lord, anything in me that is not yours, show me that I may turn it over. I pray that the Jonas in this room would come out of the belly of the whale and walk to Nineveh. We 
love you. And and I and I I believe we are in awe of you. That our relationship with you was worth the price of, of heaven itself and your son. In Jesus' mighty, precious, saving, healing, powerful, redeeming name that we pray. And listen to me, don't you say amen unless you receive it. And those who believed it and received it said, Amen.